This is Instant Game Reaction, an immediate look back at the Colts' latest game. And trying to make an adjustment on the ball is Michael Pittman. He catches it, and he rumbles across the goal line. Touchdown, a 42-yard strike. Aaron out downfield, down the far sideline, looking for Zay Jones, and it's intercepted by the Colts. He's in! Touchdown, I-N-D-Y! Now, here's your host, J.J. Stankovitz from Colts.com. What's up, everyone? Welcome into another episode of Instant Reaction here on the Colts Audio Network. I'm J.J. Stankovitz, joined by Bill Brooks, Colts Ring of Honor wide receiver. We do this after every game. We love doing it. And we are talking about a Colts victory, Bill. Uh, but to keep in the theme of preseason, the Colts won 24-17 over the Chicago Bears on Saturday. That is the last time we are going to talk about the score on this podcast. Bill, probably the big news just to start the game off was that Shane Steichen elected to not play his starters in this game. That includes Anthony Richardson. After the game, Shane talked about how pleased he was with the work that the Colts got over those joint practices on Wednesday and Thursday with the Chicago Bears. Bill, those ran about two hours each. A lot of snaps for Anthony Richardson in those You were up there for those joint practices. You saw the work the Colts put in. What do you think they got out of those? And and do you think that was reasonable then to say, all right, we don't need to overwork our starters uh, in a preseason game on Saturday? Well, I thought it was good work up there and at Grand Park uh, with the joint practice between the Bears and the Colts because they got a lot of work there, a lot of aggressive work, physical work up there. And, you know, when you have the starters going, a lot of the reps, most of the reps, you get to kind of script what you want, what you want to see, what you uh, situational football, so to speak, as far as red zone, third down, short yardage, goal line, all those things. You get a, a chance to watch the guys play and see how they perform in those situations. And as coaches for joint practice, you get to script that stuff. So I thought they got a lot of good work, um, work that the coaches wanted to see. And the coaches have been, I guess, pleased with it because if they weren't weren't pleased with it, I thought you would have seen those guys play, at least from the coach standpoint. So they were pleased with the work that the guys got up there. And so they said that uh, it's best to give them a little rest. And, you know, they got a short turnaround next week anyway. They got to go to Philadelphia and play that game and then go into that game. And we'll see what happens uh, next week as far as what the guys do, as far as the game situation, as far as the preseason game. They'll be having the practice with uh, Philadelphia. And I'm sure if they get good work there, um, we'll see what happens as far as if those guys play or not. So Shane Steichen did say uh, that he was leaning toward possibly playing the starters on Thursday against the Eagles. Um, You know, it's just one joint practice. And, um, you know, I guess it kind of lines up, Bill, where you you have the the, the guys practice Wednesday, Thursday. Then they kind of get like a week of rest almost. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously, you have the practice Tuesday. So not a week, maybe four days of rest. Practice hard Tuesday. Wednesday is sort of that like walkthrough pregame usual stuff. And then you go into Thursday for the game that would kind of line up and make a little bit more sense. Yeah. Um, but I mean, look, the, the, the Colts are hardly the only team to do this. The bears didn't play any of their guys either. Justin exactly. Fields is on the sideline. Um, you know, and all their, their number ones are on the sideline. And I think you see this quite a bit where teams value the joint practices because you get, you get certain looks and it, it is a controlled environment, Bill, kind of like you were saying, but I, I brought this up to Jim Bob Cooter last week, the Colts offensive coordinator. I was like the, the looks that Anthony's going to get 
in joint practices, like schematically, they're going to be more complex, right? Because no one else has access to the that joint practice film. So Matt Eberflus could do some different things with his defense that he's not going to do in a preseason game that everyone can watch the All-22 of. So I think that aspect of it allowed Anthony Richardson to get some good work in Wednesday, Thursday. And then even if you you concede that maybe he needs the reps, you don't want to put your first-team offensive line, your first-team wide receivers, tight ends, all that. You don't want to put those guys in harm's way and overwork them in a game. Oh, by far. You don't, don't want to do it knowing that how hard they did go at it in those joint practices. Now, those are two joint practices back-to-back. So those guys went at it very, very hard. So you don't want to back that up with a, a, a hard uh, performance in, in a preseason game. Um, so like you said, that wears the guys down. And then, like I say, you have a short turnaround coming around next week. You've got a joint practice and then a short uh, game on Thursday. So it's uh, something that definitely, I think, benefit the Colts and benefit the Bears as well when you have the joint practices and then come back give the guys a break, and then they go at it hard the following week. All right, let's get into the game action that we saw on Saturday night. So Gardner Minshew starts the game. He goes 13-15 of for 107, throws a touchdown to Juwan Winfrey, gets out of there with an 86.7 completion percentage. It's just like vintage Gardner Minshew, right? (laughs) And then, Bill, we saw vintage Sam Ellinger just – dicing up the Bears defense in the second half. He goes 9 of 14 for 124 yards. He rushes eight times for 60 yards, including a touchdown. Uh, he had the Colts offense humming in the second half. That was fun to watch. Um, and as you look at those two guys, the level of support that I think both of them can give Anthony Richardson is really important. But also, if the Colts need Gardner Minshew to play, like – he can go out there and he can complete almost 90% of his passes, efficiently operate the offense, and give you a chance to win a game every single time. Oh, by far. He's he's a veteran that's been around the league a while and been in the Shane Steichen offense a while. So he understands the offense. He understands what defense is trying to do to the offense. So he can go out there and play. You can feel very comfortable that he can move the ball down the field for your team. So I, I think kind of the Colts are in a, in a good situation right here when you have Anthony Richards, a young guy that has uber talent. And then you have a, a veteran backup and Gardner Menchu that can understand what the defense is doing, understand the offense, get the guys in the right play, the right situations, move the ball down the field, get the ball to the right guys in, in the right moments and let those guys make plays. So I think with Gardner and, and, and Sam, I think with backups, as far as those guys, we're in good shape. The, uh, Another guy I want to touch on, Bill, who I thought stood out, he only had two catches for 20 yards, but Josh Downs. I mean, the two routes that he ran for those receptions, Bill, the Bears brought a cornerback blitz. So Downs is in the slot. They brought pressure from the slot corner. So the safety, Adrian Colbert, had to cover Downs. And both (laughs) times, Downs, like the first one, I mean, it was like like an N1 mixtape deal where Downs – gets he he kind of fakes like he's going to run a uh like he's going to run to the flat and Mm -hmm. so then the safety drives down on that route going for the outside uh outside leverage and downs just like flips his hips and hips and within an instant he cuts back inside on a slant and he's just wide open i mean like for him to be that open from the slot it's like he you got it you got to be doing something right even in a preseason game and then he did it again for his second catch 
it was on a third and three really key spot in the game uh, that, you know, kind of helped trigger a touchdown drive for the Colts, but he does it again. They bring slot pressure and he mm-hmm. just kind of baits the safety into over committing to the outside route. And then he just cuts it right back inside. He's wide open for a first down. That kind of play and that feel, we talked a little bit about it last week about how downs is so good at pressing the safety and just like finding that space. I mean, you can see why the Colts are so excited about what he can be in this offense this year, just with that feel he has for getting open. Yes, the Colts are excited about having him in the slot because you can see the young man's footwork, the young man's uh, ability to get open, the young man's ability to catch the ball. And as you said, J.J., he uses footwork and his body uh, language to make the, the defender think that he was probably going outside, but he put his foot in the ground went the opposite way, ran a little slant, and was wide open, got his shoulders and his head turned around and catch, to look at the ball, to catch the ball. And then when you have a guy like that that's that quick, uh, has good footwork, that fast, and can catch the ball, and he's in the slot, and he can read and understand what's going on in the slot in that area where there's a lot of safeties, there's linebackers, that, that does well for the offense because one reason is he understands where the, the weak spots are, so he can find the weak spots. And the quarterbacks know where he's going to be at. And then if you get the ball in his hands in open space with his quickness, big plays happen after that. So the young man, I mean, I've been impressed with the young man from day one, once he got here uh, through OTAs, through training camp, and through training camp, he's really shown how good he can be. So I'm excited to see what this man could do during uh, the regular season. I think what what you're talking about there with the weak spots, Bill, what's so impressive to me is – you know, to do that from the slot, you really have to have an understanding of where everyone else, like how everyone else's route fits into what you're doing, right? Yes. Like it's not just like when you're in the slot, it's not just as simple as go get open. Like you, you're not burning a corner downfield. You know, you're not beating press off the line and just burning a guy downfield. You have to have such a good feel for who's to your left and to your right in coverage. And you have to have a good feel for okay, this guy's going to do this on this route. They had a, the first catch he had, it got called back for an offensive pass interference, Yes, but they ran mesh and it looked really good. I, Mm -hmm. I don't know if it was, I thought it was kind of a cheap OPI call to be honest on Farrell Brown. Farrell Brown, Um, yeah. But I mean, mesh is not like you, you know, this bill mesh is not like the easiest concept to get. You have to be, you have to have really good timing on it. And downs ran that route really well. I thought. Just like the, those little things, like when Reggie Wayne talks about how he only has to tell Josh Downs something twice because he comes from a background where his dad played in the NFL, was a coach, his uncle's Dre Bly, two-time Pro Bowl cornerback. He has that football background. He just like gets it faster. And I think you're seeing that really start to show up on the field during these preseason games and in practices. Yeah, I mean, it's not only that he gets it faster, but he works at it as well. So when we tell him something to do, he's going to work at it and work at it and try to ask questions as well and then uh, work as hard as he can to understand it. And then when it comes to the game, it makes it easier for him. But like you said earlier, someone that understands the offense, understands what other guys are doing is very important, especially in the inside, because a lot of your routes are dependent on other receivers getting open, other tight ends doing their job, and other backs, because a lot of times what happens is the uh, you're reading linebackers, you're reading safeties, and sometimes if they're a man, the other people who have routes, they're focusing on them. And when you see them mm-hmm. go a certain way, it dictates to you, okay, I know what they're doing. I know what they're trying to do to me. I know what this guy's 
how he's going to play me, where his leverage is. So now I can run my route and uh, and, and to my advantage, knowing what they're trying to do. So I, I think he he understands understands football very well, um, not just from a mental standpoint, but from a, actually a physical standpoint and leverage and what he needs to do. So, like I said, I expect a lot of big things from this young man throughout his career. Two other wide receivers who impressed me yesterday were DJ Montgomery and James Washington. <laughs> These two dudes signed on Friday, like 24 uh, hours, about 24 hours before the game. They got they got their helmets and then all of a sudden they're out there. DJ Montgomery caught two passes for 39 yards, some pretty big catches uh, late in the game. You know, the Colts are trying to win this game, right? Like it, it's a preseason game, but they're you're trying to win it. You're here. You might as well go to try win it. And Montgomery had a big hand in that. But James Washington. He had a 42-yard catch, and yeah. I, I I caught up with him after the game, and his journey, Bill, it is it is wild. I did not know a lot of this, but so he, you know, we know he's a second-round pick of the Steelers back in 2019, really talented player uh, coming out of Oklahoma State, and he, you know, he had some decent years in Pittsburgh, but kind of tailed off. Then last year in Dallas, he appeared in two games, but he broke his foot, and it it took him a really long time to recover. He wasn't cleared until June, and he had just been kind of like waiting for a chance, just like waiting and waiting and waiting. And he got a little emotional after the game, thinking about like what he's gone through, and then to go out there and just to make that you know forty two yard catch. He said like the first words he spoke to Sam Ellinger were when he got back in the huddle and Sam said good expletive on that throw, uh, mm-hmm. on that catch, um, just like a go ball that the thing that stood out to me rewatching it, Bill, it wasn't just like, you know, James Washington ran this like straight line and he just beat the corner. The timing yeah. on that play, Washington kind of, he kind of cuts his route inside. And as soon as he breaks it back toward the sideline, that ball's out. Like the yeah. timing of it was really good. Sam Ellinger made a great throw on that ball but really good route by James Washington. And look, with the Colts being down Ashton Doolin, this is why James Washington is here, because the Colts, Ashton Doolin is out for the season. Yes. And you're looking for someone to step up. James Washington stepped up in this game. I don't know if one catch is going to get him on this roster, but he has that, you know, he's got some skins on the wall in the NFL. And what a, what a neat story he is just to come in and make that play with all he's been through with his foot and procedures on it um, really need to see that and and to kind of learn about his story. Exactly. And you said, you don't know if that play is going to help him. Uh, it's going to, as far as make the team, help him make the team, but you know, it's not going to hurt him. You know what? He, he got the opportunity to go out there and show what he can do. And for a young man, for, for a man to come in here and, and to make that play just being signed not having any practice time, not knowing exactly all the playbook and, and things that are going on and working with a, a new quarterback. That says a lot about the young man. He, he has a good feel for uh, the game of football, did a nice job coming in. I'm sure he was a lot of stuff was going through his mind. It was a whirlwind getting here, getting situated, getting the playbook, trying to figure out things, getting used to people's names, all those things. And you're just going out there and play. And then give Sam credit, too. I mean, remember, Sam didn't work with him either. You know, uh, Washington hasn't worked with uh, Sam and Sam hasn't worked with Washington. So it was uh, it was it was very nice to see that those two hooked up 
uh, on that long play. So give James Washington a lot of credit. Yeah, he did a nice job out there. And, you know, it's, I was I was amazed at it because I know how long it takes to get timing with a quarterback as far as from a receiver. And then for those two to go out there and hook up on that play for 42 yards, it was pretty impressive. All right, let's flip it over to the defense. To me, Bill, the most notable thing on that side of the ball was that all five of the cornerbacks that we have been seeing competing to start on the outside, they all played. Daryl Baker Jr. played 11 snaps. Dallas Flowers played 11 snaps. Darius Darius Rush had 14. And then Jalen Jones and Juju Brents both played 27 snaps in this game. And I think this is another reminder, Bill, that this competition, whoever's starting week one, it may not necessarily be starting in week four or eight or 12. I think he, the, the Colts want this to competition to continue to develop. Um, you know, I think Daryl Baker jr. Continues to look pretty good out there. Um, just from what I've seen. Um, but you know, Juju Brent's getting a lot of run. I think Jalen Jones continues to play pretty well. Yes. Um, Darius, Darius rush was in coverage on a deep touchdown to Darius fountain. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, th- this is a competition that is, again, like I said, it's going to continue going on. It it may not be settled, uh, you know, until we get into the regular season. I agree with you there, JJ. And this is what you want. You want this competition. Uh, and and all this is going to do is going to make these guys better. Um, because when, when one guy steps up, the other guy feels like, hey, you know what? If I want to get uh, make this roster, if I want to get my playing time, I need to step up as well. And these guys are doing that. And I thought Jalen Jones had a pretty good game, you know. Yes, the guys caught some balls on him, but he broke up a, a, a play. He he was on uh, around the receivers on tight coverage, even though they caught the ball. Uh, he made a nice play on special teams down there and tackling on, on punt coverage. So I thought Jalen Jones did some some good things, and you had some other guys playing well, uh, playing well as well. So it was uh, good to see, and like you said, this is going to continue. I mean, it'll be good to see what these guys can do uh, in the joint practice coming up against Philadelphia and see what happens in that last preseason game. And then after that, it's about the uh, coaches making a decision. And what you want for these guys here, we always just say, make the, the decision tough for the coaches. Make yes. it hard for them to, to make a decision on who they're going to keep, who gets playing time, who, who doesn't get playing time. And that's what you want to do so that you go out each and every day and you play hard and you work hard so these guys have an opportunity to show what they can do. And then – it's up to the coaches to make the decision. Because once you play and once it's all over and said and done, it's out of your hands and there's nothing you can, can do about it, but it's in the hands of the coaches and you just have to wait and see what happens. All right. One other thing to hit on on defense. Tyquan Lewis got out there on the field, Bill. Yep. Um, so good to see number 94 back out there with what he's been through the last two years with the, yes. the patella injuries on each knee, basically on the same day, one year apart. Um He didn't play week one of the preseason against Buffalo, but getting him back out there again, that's so good to see. He's such a valuable depth piece for that Colts defensive line where I remember talking to Nate Ollie last year, the Colts defensive line coach. And he's like, I can play him literally anywhere from nose tackle to wide nine defensive end. And I trust him to go in there and do his job. Well, that, that kind of a guy. And then just the presence that he has, he's a, a, a guy who really brings out the best in a lot of people just as a leader in that room. Obviously, you know, DeForest Buckner is a tremendous leader in there, but Tyquan Lewis has some juice to him that uh, is pretty important for those guys. Yeah. Tyquan, he has, I, I, I like Tyquan, great personality, great spirit, uh, nice young man. And, and as you said, a man that can play pretty much anywhere down that defensive line and he'll do whatever you ask him to do. And that's what 
the type of player you want. You want a type of player that's going to say, hey, look, coach, put me where you want to put me. I'm going to do the best I can. Uh, wherever the team needs me, that's what I'm going to do. And it's good to see him back out there, uh, of course, of all the things he went through over the last few years and him to get out there and play. And I just wish the best for the young man that he continues to play, uh, continue to stay healthy and continue to play for the Colts. All right. Well, that is going to do it for us here on this episode of Instant Reaction. Bill and I will be back on Friday morning following the Colts-Eagles preseason finale. And then it's on to the regular season, Bill. We got yes. 18, 18 more of these to go, guaranteed. So Looking forward to them, all of them. Always. We will keep them coming to you here on the Colts Audio Network as soon as we can after every game. I think for all the 1 o'clock games, we will have those out Sunday night. But for these night games, Bill... I, I'm not taping this at three o'clock in the morning. No offense to you. No offense <laughs> no, to our listeners. That's it, too late. Uh, I'm not offended by it, JJ. Believe <laughs> me, at three o'clock in the morning, I was just getting back home and just getting mm-hmm. my head on the pillow. So it's uh, I'm glad we did it today and uh, look forward to the rest of them. All right. Well, thank you to everyone for listening to this episode of Instant Reaction here on the Colts Audio Network. For Bill Brooks, I'm JJ Stankovitz. We will talk to you next week after the Colts finish up the preseason with the Philadelphia Eagles.